You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Here are your hosts, Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with Jeff Griffin. And of course, we just did this great episode of all the new things here in Huntington Beach. But we've got to eat. And there were so many good places to eat here that we had to create our own Huntington Beach food episode. Yeah, so many new things there. We've got a couple other episodes if you want to check them out at TravelWorkGay.com. There's an episode we did, one of our very first episodes in our first season that we did, and we came back a little while later and updated all the new things that are happening here. But there was so much good food here, we just had to give it its own episode. That's true. We have a lot on today's show. We have a couple of really great interviews. We're going to start with Alicia Whitney. She's got a whole group of restaurants here that we're going to talk about, and she also does concessions at one of the beaches. Pulsa Chica. We're also going to talk with Sarah Corrigan, who is with Pacific City, and she's going to tell us about a sort of, I, I don't want to call it a food court, but it's, it's too cool to call it a food court. Should I put the spoiler alert now? Sure. That I had Twinkie ice cream? I did. Seriously had a Twinkie ice cream sundae. It was amazing. It's a bunch of really cool little restaurants in one area there at Pacific City that you can't, these aren't your standard mall places. These are places that you can hardly find anywhere else. Yeah, or places pies, that are food pots, homemade uh, trucks, popsicles, like that. Yeah, it's a really cool thing. And they call that area, there are other restaurants throughout the property, but they call this particular area Lot 579 because it matches up with the lifeguard towers. Oh, that's funny. Beach. I thought it was the store 579 and that you wouldn't fit in those clothes after you got <laughs> done there. So one or the other. There's a lot more on Travel Brigade today. Up next, Hot Topics. If you want to check us out on Twitter, Facebook, or TravelBrigade.com, please do so, and we will be right back. What's hot? What's not? What's trending? Next up, this week's picks for travel news and hot topics in travel. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with Jeff Griffin, and this is the part of our show where we always do hot topics and talk about what's going on in the travel world. Jeff, what do you have today that's hot? Okay, there are three generations that are basically doing most of the traveling right now. you got your millennials, and then your Gen Xers, and then your baby boomers. Which group do you think is the most relaxed about their travel? Hmm. You know, that's a good question. Is it the baby boomers because they've retired and they don't have to worry about things anymore? Well, this is a study done by the AARP, so uh-huh. let's, let's get that. You know, that, you know, Are you that. saying I'm on the right track? Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> Which no. we're not quite there. I have to admit we've got a few, a few more years. But I would like to be where I didn't have to finagle all of our work around our travel. Well, well, I was sitting there thinking, I was generally thinking about, I was going, well, of course they're more likely. Number one, they don't have to take their kids. True. That's the biggest, biggest stressor. Number two. Which we've already decided there's a difference between a vacation and a trip. Yeah. Trips are with kids. Vacations (laughs) are not. (laughs) And, you know, they're maybe not traveling as much for business because they're retired. uh, They've got more time. One of the points that they made is the people who use amenities at airports the most are boomers. Like what kind of amenities? Like restaurants, like lounges, uh, different things like that. That's because they get there like three hours early. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, no, that was one of the points. They they get there a couple hours early, whereas the millennial guy is running to his plane five minutes. Yeah, to go. I'm like, what is the very last minute that I can get there and still not miss my flight? That's kind of my mo all the time when I fly, except for when we go with our in-laws. <laughs> And we're forced to do the three hours early. And this might be a bit surprising. Over 90% of boomers travel with some sort of electronic device. That is surprising because I feel like I'm still teaching some people how to use Facebook that are over a certain age, but and perhaps they know how to check in on their flights. Well, that's the other thing they found. A lot of them are embracing the, the new technologies in terms of travel, checking flights, things like that. Over half of them are using Wi-Fi in the airport. Wow. Grandma and grandpa are really moving up in the world. You know, I always see those classes at like senior centers. I think we should develop one that's like traveling in the new age for teaching them how to use travel apps like TripIt and stuff like that. It'd be Great awesome. Idea. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and wealth in the travel world. We are going to continue with today's show on dining, which is one of my favorite, favorite things, of course, here in Huntington Beach. We've got a great interview coming up next. We're going to talk with Alicia Whitney. She is with the PRJKT Restaurant Group. They've got a lot of great restaurants here in Huntington Beach, and we're going to hear about them. Wonderful. And they've also just built a bunch of new things down in the Bolsa Chica Beach, and they are doing those as well. So we will be right back with that interview. Stay tuned with Travel Brigade. You can check us on Twitter, Facebook, or our website, TravelBrigade.com. We will be right back. You're going to get a little hungry when you're traveling the globe. Whether it be fine dining, a regional specialty, or a small local street cart, you gotta eat. Next up, you gotta eat. Mmm, good. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. We are here in the beautiful city of Huntington Beach, enjoying the beautiful beach breeze. And, of course, we've been eating today, eating around Huntington. I started with sort of a a semi-brunch at Duke's, which, of course, is a classic, classic Huntington spot. But there's so many new things uh, coming around Huntington, the brewery scene, some of the new restaurants. We're going to talk about that a little bit today. Yeah, one of the things I love about being in a beach town is there's a lot of great seafood. Every beach town I've ever been to, they seem to specialize in seafood. I'm, I'm still working that out, but always great places to eat, and we've got no shortage of them here. Here to tell us more about it is Alicia Whitney. She is involved in several restaurants here in Huntington. And Alicia, tell us about what's been happening in the food scene in the last couple of years and what you're seeing here. Well, you know, I think that Huntington Beach has definitely had a a big culinary boom here. We always were known kind of for our one strip of of, uh, Main Street in Huntington Beach that was definitely very bar and bar food centric. And And, and the Sugar Shack. And the Sugar Shack, Shack, of course. (laughs) But everybody really thought about Huntington and our our identity was revolved around that Main Street in Huntington Beach. And what you're seeing now is this boom of restaurants that are popping up everywhere that have our more chef-driven menus. And, And they're not on Main Street anymore. They're kind of around Main Street. They're a Pacific City and they're at Bellaterra and they're around the community of Huntington Beach uh, and you're seeing some really great restaurants, award-winning restaurants now here in this community. You have your hand in the scene here. Not only you have a couple of restaurants, but you also are doing the concessions, which if, if anyone knows about Huntington Beach concessions, like if you learn to love one of those concessions, you will you will come back time and time again. I actually was born and raised in Newport, but went to high school here in Huntington. I haven't lived here in a long time, but I will tell you, I wanted to go to Dwight's to get my strips. 
Oh, yeah. The strips are definitely a mainstay here in Huntington Beach. That's for sure. I mean, for, for many, many decades of years, the strips have been something everybody's come here for. Um, you know, with, with the evolution of our, our culinary scene, and we saw an opportunity at the beach, uh, at Bolsa Chica State Beach, to actually kind of create more of an eatery and showcase the best of the best in Huntington rather than just your, your standard concession. So we, uh, we've opened up four concessions down Bolsa Chica State Beach, one of them being a sea legs at the beach, a, a one-acre beach club that has, uh, we're barbecuing every single weekend out there, some Santa Maria tri-tip sandwiches and doing some more gourmet foods that you would not necessarily find at the beach, along with, you know, cabanas and fire rings and swings and beanbag chairs and cornhole games, kind of creating a really uh, Hamptons-esque day party out there, if you will, uh, and most importantly, beer and wine. And so you can have a, a beer and a, or a glass of wine or champagne on the beach. Um, there are three more other than that. There's Sea Salt Burger, Pacific Kitchen, which is a Baja-style menu, and then there is Beach City Provisions, which is located at the famous uh, Bolsa Chica RV Park, and that is a provisional store, a gourmet sandwich eatery, and then a live music venue. Uh, so we've, you know, the eateries here on the beach have definitely evolved. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, Bolsa Chica State Beach, when I was growing up, it was sort of like if you needed to go to the beach and, you know, that was close or something, but I've heard from everybody, I mean, it seems to be the talk in town that that is the new and upcoming place because they haven't really rebuilt any of the concessions. I mean, not that, that the staples at Twice aren't amazing and all of that, but it's a different scene and new. And for those of you who also don't know, there's a lot of people that always ask us questions about camping on the beach, and that is the one place that you can camp overnight at the beach up there at Bolsa Chica. Yeah, absolutely. Bolsa Chica, boy, every time I go there, I feel like I fall more in love, and, it, and I go there probably about three times a day. Uh, it is absolutely stunning. It happens to be the shortest gap of sand. So, you know, when you go out to the beach, and it seems like that long trek to drag your, you know, your goods, your sand, your stuff to make your sand toys with and whatnot with. Anyways, it, it happens to be the shortest area of beach because it got eroded the most from all of the hurricanes that we saw last year. So you're really kind of sitting right on the beach and there's a short walk. And so the concessions actually have a, a panoramic view of the beach right there that when you know, right a short distance view of the beach right there. Yeah. And also that's where a lot of people, you know, down here with the California culture, one thing that we've noticed significantly is people love to be with and travel with their dogs. And it is the one and only dog beach. Yeah, Dog Beach is right there at 17th, heading over to Sea Point, and it is literally uh, paradise. It's like Disneyland for dogs. You've never seen dogs actually smile until you take them to Dog Beach. Now, tell us a little bit about, I mean, I, it's like picking one of your favorite children, but tell us some of your favorite menu items at maybe some of the different locations. The different restaurants around town? Yeah, yeah oh, I definitely. I'm definitely a foodie, and we definitely are, uh, you know, we have a restaurant group here called The Project, and we're focused on building Huntington Beach as a dining destination. So eating at other restaurants is something that we do very frequently. So I will tell you right now, there is a North Shore post on 5th Street downtown, and I probably ate there three to four days a week for about two years. Uh, I finally, I think, I've been pokied out a little bit, but I got to tell you, that's probably one of the best pokey places of all pokey places everywhere. Um, the Session Sandwiches downtown, right there on PCH in Maine, a great, very cool surf, uh, kind of a surf brand, um, but gourmet sandwiches. Some, you go there, you got to get the Summer Zephyr. It's probably the most insane vegetarian sandwich you'll ever have. You won't even realize you're eating a vegetarian sandwich, uh, but you are. Um, and then as far as the restaurants go, Gosh, you know, I don't know if you've been to Sancho's Tacos down over there by Primo's Coffee on 6th Street. Still a little bit more of a fast casual. That's a good one. Flatfish is another great one. And then as far as the dining scene, Sol at Bellaterra, or I'm sorry, Solita at Bellaterra is just amazing. You know, I really like how niche and different St. Mark is at, at Pacific City. You know, it's very cool and eclectic. And, you know, I, as much as I hate to admit it, I, I love sea salt and sea legs a lot, too. Of course know? you do. Of course you do. Well, we don't want to... <laughs> We don't want people to not, I mean, they're going to end up at one of those anyway. Sea salt or sea legs or one of the concessions. Tell us about, you know, the top picks there. People want to stop by. What are they going to get? Well, at 
Salt Wood Fire Grill. It's located across from the Hyatt there on Beach Boulevard. That one is a Santa Maria barbecue steak dining experience, which we're bringing in the culture that is known as our culinary heritage of the state of California to Huntington Beach. And it's very funky. It's very cool. It's very eclectic. And it's all about meat and, and live fire cooking underneath red oak wood. So you can't help to smell it on your way to the beach. It's right there on your left-hand side. And if you're going to go there, really, the tri-tip, cowboy caviar, the roots and shrooms, probably the best radish and mushroom dish I've ever had in my life. Um, but then across the parking lot is Sea Legs Wine Bar. And Sea Legs Wine Bar has uh, received multiple awards for its food, three years for the Golden Foodie Awards for Best California Cuisine in Orange County, Top 10 Restaurants in Orange County. I mean, the list goes on. Best Date Night, whatnot. Very sexy restaurant. California Eats, a specials on the new fresh specials on the menu every weekend. Um, and if you go there, you know, the Pig and Fig flatbread is just absolutely scrumptious. The halibut, you know, the, the Ver Blanc sauce and the capers on the halibut is probably, you talk about seafood in Huntington Beach, that, that is probably one of our best dishes. And then the ancho coffee rubbed braised short rib that just falls off the bone with a uh, corn pablo, pablo, poblano, I'm sorry, poblano chili corn medley underneath it. It's just r- ridiculous. So those are some of definitely our dishes. And then at the beach, Pacific Kitchen has a breakfast burrito that is to die for. It's a surfer burrito with french fries in it, chorizo, bell pepper, black beans and rice and that is just ridiculous and then at the beach my goodness I mean the beach always ever-changing we have an excellent clam chowder that you can go there and sit at the cold nights when the sun's going down watch the sunset and have a hot bowl of clam chowder and the, or you can have a Santa Maria tri-tip sandwich on the weekends there we definitely have ceviche cheese plates we have a really great you know croissant breakfast sandwich that's there so some really kind of uh, driven chef driven concession fair menu items I was going to ask, um, you know, I haven't popped up on a board, I don't want to say how long, decades, but do I have to be able to surf to be able to get that burrito? Because that sounds amazing. <laughs> no, you definitely don't have to surf. You just have to drive your car in a bowl to Chica State Beach. <laughs> and also, you mentioned the uh, North Shore Pokey Bonsai Bowl right next door is one of my favorites here, too. It's a, it's a fun little, I don't know what you call it, like a cross between the acai granola bowls with all the fresh fruit and honey and everything. It's just it's delicious. Everything good. Well, thank you so much. Give us a little information where patrons or listeners can come, look at the menus, check out some of the stuff you have, uh, website. Okay, so we our restaurant group is called Project Group, and it's prjktgroup.com. So www.prjtgroup.com, or you can go to sealegswinebar.com, seasaltwoodfiregrill.com, and the other uh, locations, all of those websites. Wonderful. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. We will be right back. Not sure where to go, what to do, and where to sleep? Up next, hot hotels, unique activities, and top attractions in our destination city. Check it out. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin here in Huntington Beach. Of course, we're just learning all about these new great places to eat while you're here. You know what the problem is, Jeff? I can only imagine. The problem is you want to eat at all the new places. But I have to get in my classics as well. So now we have to double eat. Yeah, you cannot come here without first, at some point, you need to go out to Ruby's at the end of the pier. True. Get a shake at least. And it doesn't matter if it takes two hours to sit down and have shakes with old friends. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you got, you got to get out there. <laughs> we won't talk about that. But Ruby's is always great. I Chili cheese fries and shakes, my favorite. You know, I could do almost a perfect like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay, like I, Well, I would do my, well, this, oh man, now I've just got myself stuck in a corner here. My breakfast choices, if I was going to pretend that I was going to eat healthy for the day, would be bonsai bowl. Love bonsai bowl. Lots of fresh granola, fresh fruit, honey, everything on the acai bowls. Great. I'm not hearing bacon nope. anywhere. In I'm that. getting there. That's, uh, that's the problem. You, so then me. you got sugar shack. The sugar shack has been around since 
I live there. It's on Main Street. Usually there's a line to get in the Sugar Shack, like homemade stuff like pancakes and, you know, yes, bacon, lots of bacon. Then you'll need your little mid-afternoon snack when you get a little peckish, right, after being at the beach. A bit peckish. A bit peckish. So my two peckish ideas are Dwight strips, which I'm so sad that I have not yet taken you down there to get strips and cheese. I don't know why we haven't made it down. I went there when I wasn't with you. (laughs) And we're talking about tortilla strips. Not strippers. No, not strippers and cheese, but strips and cheese at Dwight. Anyone who's from Huntington that has been there for a long time knows exactly what I'm talking about. And then we have, of course, Ruby's, which is always either shake or chili cheese fries. And then we have a choice depending on whether or not you're going to go for happy hour or dinner, which is Duke's. It's a Hawaiian-inspired restaurant that's right at the pier. Beautiful view, Hawaiian food. Everything is fresh, delicious. I can never decide between fish tacos, which, of course, they do Taco Tuesdays there, or the beautiful coconut shrimp. The fresh fish every day, they only they only serve seasonal fish, which is really, really good. The best Mai Tais that literally, beware, will knock you down. I think another great opportunity is they have this thing called surf city nights on Tuesdays. Oh, yeah. They sort of block off all of Main Street and a lot of the restaurants there on Main Street. And there's there's a lot of good ones to do specials that night. There's also food trucks there that night. And El Ranchito. I forgot about that. There's so many great places there. You need to be either surfing or swimming because otherwise you won't be able to make it down Main Street. So do a lot of that exercise and then, you know, just eat your way through the rest of Huntington Beach. Delicious, delicious. Next up, we have an interview at Pacific City. Yeah, we're going to be speaking with Sarah Corrigan. She's going to tell us about uh, some of the restaurants there and also a particular area called Lot 579, which is where they brought together a lot of different food entities, everything from ice cream to Aussie pies to you name it. It's all sort of under one area there that you can go check out. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. We will be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. We are talking today about food and dining in Huntington Beach, and there are so many great places to go here. We're having trouble fitting them all in, and there's classic places, and there's a lot of new places here at Pacific City, which is a new outdoor shopping area. Pacific City's got a lot of different restaurants in it, but one thing that really interested me was there's an artisanal food hall called Lot 579. I'm here talking with Sarah Corrigan from DJM Capital Partners. Where does Lot 579 come from and what kinds of things are in there? Well, Lot 579, the name Lot 579, came from the three lifeguard towers that are directly in front of Pacific City. So with a nod to the surfing culture that is Huntington Beach, we decided to call our artisanal food hall Lot 579. So what is Lot 579, Jeff, you say artisanal food hall, but what does that exactly mean? What it means is multiple food purveyors under one roof. And they are serving everything from gourmet sandwiches to fresh ocean-to-table seafood, amazing tacos, Australian meat pies, artistically brewed coffee. And then we can go further. You can find more. You can find a delectable burger, a cold craft beer, amazing pizza by the slice, fresh pasta, cold pops, homemade ice cream, or sweet baked treats. The list goes on and on, and I'm personally gaining weight just talking about all of this stuff. <laughs> I know Kathleen and I uh, stopped by the other night and tried a couple of things. I tried pie knot, which was Australian meat pies. Now, where else are you going to find that? They've got a 
Portola Coffee Lab coming here. And I have to tell you, I've drunk enough iced coffee in my life that I could qualify as a sommelier for iced coffee. And it's the best. I've been to another Portola and it's the best iced coffee I've ever had. So if you're in the area and you love coffee, you've got to try that place. Tell us about a couple of the other places. Sure. Burnt Crumbs is definitely a fan favorite. And Burnt Crumbs is living proof that a sandwich in the right hands is truly a work of art. The amazing visionaries behind the popular Burnt Truck and Burnt Zilla Truck opened their first gourmet artisanal sandwich shop here at Pacific City. It's inspired by your traditional deli, so they have slow roasted and braised meats, brined and pickled vegetables, warm artisanal breads. Everything is fresh. Everything is made in-house. It is amazing. From breakfast to dinner, they have the sandwich that you're going to want to eat. Um, we also have pop bar, so you can't have a sandwich without having some amazing sweet, icy deliciousness. And Pop Bar has over 40 rotational flavors, so they're in and out of season. And each pop is dipped and topped and inspired by your own creativity. So you basically take the goodness that is a Pop Bar and you dip it in your favorite dip and you enjoy the amazingness that is Pop Bar. We have Bear Flag Fish Company is a tradition in Southern California. It's Orange County born and bred, and it is all fresh caught seafood directly from the ocean to the table. They have the most amazing fish tacos and burritos and pokey and sushi. Plus, they've got a killer view and a full bar. Hooray! <laughs> it is absolutely amazing. And then if Pop Bar doesn't quite do it for you, if you need to have something else, we have Han's Homemade Ice Cream. This is an old school creamery that is hands down the best ice cream that is churned on site, made in batches, very small batches, and served up, whether it's a killer cone, a shake, a sundae, a chocolate dipped banana, they have the most amazing ice cream offerings. There's also a place called Petals and Pop, and I'm kind of mad at myself for not coming up with this champagne and flowers. What could go wrong? Nothing could go wrong, and it's actually, it's such a treat to walk into Petals and Pop and just sit there. The flower arrangements that they create are stunning, and you can actually watch them make them in front of you. They have an amazing selection of champagne, and so it really is, whether it's a date night or whether it's girlfriends out to have a fabulous bottle of champagne, you can relax and appreciate both the beauty of flowers and, frankly, the beauty of champagne as well, all in this one homegrown place. This is actually the second location for Petals and Pop. They have an extremely successful business in Seal Beach, and they decided to bring it again and do the absolute same thing, but kick it up a few notches in a couple of different ways here at Pacific City in Lot 579. It is definitely a must-see when you come here. Beyond Lot 579, there are places scattered throughout Pacific City. One that really caught my eye was St. Mark. The reason it caught my eye was a sign that says Bacon by the Slice. And I went and looked, and you really can buy Bacon by the Slice. They have about nine different kinds for you to try. You can order a slice, and you can get wine paired with it. Bacon is the chocolate of meats. Uh, you can add bacon to anything, and it makes it better. So I am definitely going to have to hit that place. But, Tara, tell us about a couple of other restaurants. Here. Sure. Well, no trip to Pacific City is complete without stopping in at uh, either Ola Mexican Kitchen or Old Crow Smokehouse. 
Hola Mexican Kitchen has the best true traditional Mexican food you can find anywhere. But when you pair that with some of the most stunning views of the Pacific Ocean that any restaurant has in Pacific City, and it's a must visit and it will make anybody's trip amazing. The food is spectacular. It is a la carte, which means that every single thing you have is prepared for you. The margaritas, are out of this world, and everybody's a pleasure who works there. You have a good time when you go to Ola. Old Crow Smokehouse is a barbecue concept out of Chicago, and we were so lucky to have Old Crow come to Pacific City. It's truly some of the best barbecue that I've ever personally had, and from the reviews that I'm constantly reading, this was what was needed in Orange County. Excellent barbecue, and what's really cool about Old Crow is not only did they have the absolutely necessary views of the Pacific Ocean, but they also have weekend entertainment. They have an amazing stage, lighting, and sound system, and they bring in great country western bands. So if your heart is in barbecue, and if your heart is with yeehaw country music, Old Crow Smokehouse is your destination at Pacific City. Yeah, and I think it's important to mention we're talking about all these great places and this food sounds so great, but the other amazing thing is with a lot of these, you are sitting there literally just, I don't know, 100 yards from the Pacific Ocean looking out. You just look out over PCH and the sand and there's waves breaking in while you're sitting there eating. It truly is a, a unique experience. If people want to find you guys on social media, what are some things they should check out? Well, they should definitely go to our website, www.gopacificcity.com or hashtag GoPacificCity. And Again, we'll have that contact information on the hot sheet for today's show. You can check that out at TravelBrigade.com. We will be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I am here with Jeff Griffin in Huntington Beach. And, of course, we've been talking all about food in Huntington, We've got lots of other episodes, our very first, one of our very first episodes about four years ago was in Huntington. We've talked to people at and about the U.S. Open. We've talked to Rock and Fig, who owns one of the coolest surf shops down there in town. We've, of course, have an interview with Dukes, which is one of the classics. There's so many good things, and we talked about so many new good things today that we decided that we were going to give you, the listeners, for you guys to give us your favorite he said and she said, go ahead and tweet us at Travel Brigade or hashtag Travel Brigade. Let us know what your favorites are when you eat there in Huntington Beach. It's a great show. Yeah, unfortunately, it's time to leave Surf City, USA and head on to another travel destination. In the meantime, please remember there are two stages in life. You're either on a trip or you're planning your next trip. Whatever stage you're in, please join us next week. See you next week and enjoy the trip. You have been listening to Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin on Travel Brigade. Connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and at TravelBrigade.com.